Welcome to the Odds Makers Podcast, presented by Superbook Sports. The line starts here as we take you behind the counter for an all-access look at the biggest events in sports. Through the minds of career Las Vegas odds makers, Jay Cornegay and John Murray. Want the very best in odds boosts, promotions, and contests? Download the Superbook Sports app. Follow us at Superbook Sports on social media and head to Superbook.com. Superbook.com today. Now let's jump behind the counter and talk with the odds makers before we get our wagers down. Here's your MC, Jonathan Von Tobel. What's up, folks? Welcome in. It is the Odds Makers presented by Superbook Sports. Another week ahead of NFL and other action. Yeah, I do wonder sometimes, what are we going to do as a podcast once the National Football League ends? I don't think there's any other sports that are on, right? It's just the NFL all the time. Does the show continue after the football? I hope so. I don't know. Let do me we, just say, this, Where, where's where's Mike Rigg? Is he back in Portugal? This Christmas uh, season has been rough. So for uh, for the Von Tobel's sake, Ooh, I'm hoping this podcast continues going on for after the after football season. Uh, I, a lot of recovery. Guys, how was the weekend? I was fine. Yeah, nothing report, nothing notable, nothing crazy to report. And when it comes to some of this ridiculous action, anybody get in in game on the Minnesota Vikings last Saturday when they were down thirty three nothing. Yes, yes, very much so. Not so much the money line, but more the point line. A okay. lot of point line bets. I mean, they were taking 18, 16, 15, and they just kept on pounding. We thought we were going to do okay. We still thought we were going to win. I mean, even towards the beginning of the fourth quarter, we were going to be just fine. And uh, so that comeback wasn't very good to us. We, okay. lost, we lost quite a bit on that game. How high did you get money line-wise? What was your highest in-game money line price? Do you guys that recall? I, I do not recall. Do you? We were both. Can we say this on the show? Go ahead. We were both at the Las Vegas Bowl, right, Jay? So we can't. I don't know. Speak for yourself. Yeah. Well, okay. I was at the Las Vegas Bowl. Some other people were also at the Las Vegas. And actually, Bowl. more. Uh, I, I don't know. I that was like the worst game. Ever. I was going to say. I don't uh, know if you should say that because you get in trouble yeah, or yeah. because you'd be embarrassed yeah, that you yeah. went. I've been in trouble before. <laughs> it's, a, it's an email. That game sucked. True. Uh, it was terrible. It was so it was bad. Terrible. So I was in the I was in the Westgate suite with a few of our VIP players, and nice. they were on their Superbook mobile apps, not me, live betting the Vikings, mm-hmm. and nobody was watching the bowl game they were all watching the vikings come back i don't recall how the money line got but i can remember guys betting like plus 15 and a half plus 16 for good amounts of money uh just a crazy crazy game i i was in on vikings money line in game at plus 170 when they were plus only down by like <laughs> like two or three yeah, scores that's a win, that's a <laughs> so win man. i was like all right uh, i right, lost this that's fine now i'm in yeah <laughs> it was fine no i got it early Easy though win. it was like the first couple of scores for indianapolis and then it blew up and i was like oh this I, this is toast i'm dead and then, really, sure enough came back I, I wanted the game to end in a tie i thought that would have been funny yeah because then the colts would have had they'd be like four eight and two or something something stupid like that yep two ties that would have been really funny uh what would have been what's funnier uh the comeback for Minnesota and Indianapolis and Jeff Saturday losing in historic fashion yet again, or the cowardly field goal that you guys watched in the Las Vegas Bowl at the end to avoid the shutout? Uh, I don't know. I don't think anybody was still watching at that yeah, point. I, I, I was gone by that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I was going to beat the crowd. One of the greatest field goals yeah. ever kicked. Yeah. yeah. There uh, were people, people booed that field goal. They should, rightfully they so. Did. I remember there was a smattering of boos. Should have been more than a smattering. What's right. the, what's the next level of smattering? It should have been know. a wave. I don't even I know was, what smattering means. I was actually rude. I saw it on TV. We were at a bar by that time, but <laughs> I was really hoping he'd make it because I knew that would just irritate so many people. Right down the middle. It's good. Also over the weekend, Lionel Messi is now a World Cup champion. Mm. Argentina was your largest liability, correct? Yes. Am I remembering that correctly? Of the teams that could actually win. Right. 
you know, like the United States sure. or a higher liability. Your most realistic liability. Yeah, yeah. for sure they were. Okay. Right. And we took more. They lost their first game in the group stage, Saudi Arabia, okay. and we moved them to eight to one, and we took more money on Argentina. So it was not, not good, but it was okay. We, we had such a good volume on that game, and we had such an awesome crowd in here that morning. This book was, when Mbappe scored that second goal to make it two to two, this place went wild. And from that point on, it was just, everyone was just gripped by that, that game. Uh, the drama, that was an awesome, awesome it was, match. It was the best final ever, Oh, right? for sure. It was, it was incredible. I love soccer. I love the World Cup. And that, it's, not a, it's really not an exaggeration to say that was the best World Cup final ever. That was the best World Cup final ever. Usually the final is pretty boring, and it looked like it was going to be boring. It looked like Argentina was going to win 2-0, and it was going to be kind of a forgettable game, and I'm sure Messi would have been fine with that. But obviously what ended up happening was way better. Messi, the owner now of the most liked Instagram post in the history of the world and of the social media platform. So More than the Kardashians? Uh, no, actually, you'll never guess what the most liked Instagram post was before Lionel Messi. I would have said a, a Kardashian. Nope. It is actually a single picture of an egg. Okay. And it was posted just for the purpose of setting a world record of most Instagram likes. So it had set that record, but not Lionel Messi. And which Kardashian posted that egg? Uh, no, it was just an account called World Record Egg. You can go look it up. It's absolutely <laughs> tremendous. It's boring. Also tremendous and not boring, uh, NFL Week 16. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. We start at the top. Bengals at Patriots. Ooh, a good one. Bengals on fire. They have failed to cover just one game since Week 2. They've been all over it. A team that uh, I enjoy wagering on from time to time. You guys here at the Superbook, us, dare I say, three and a half with a total of 41 and a half. You got some altered juice here, though. So if you want to take the uh, Patriots, you're laying a buck 20. Who wants to take this one? I don't know. I know that we went to three and a half at one point. We opened three, three and a half down to three. Now it's a split line. Majority of tickets on the Bengals as expected. Patriots bounced back from that uh, debacle. I don't know. That was a debacle. That was the other big well, that, roar here what, on that's Sunday. That's what I thought you were going to bring up, you know, but you brought up the World Cup. Uh, that was a roar, right? Oh, my God, yeah. Saw some good TikToks on that one. There was a lot of confusion after that play. I think a lot of people uh, didn't realize, like, oh, that, the that was a involved. touchdown. The game is now over. I don't understand why New England ran a play there. If they were just going to run the ball, why didn't well, they take a knee? That's the thing. No, you understand running a draw because it's like, all right, there's like a 1% chance he breaks it. Sure, let's just do this and see what happens. Yeah. It makes no sense to lateral it no. when you're in a tie game. No, All I you do is go I don't, down. Uh, I don't blame the coaching staff. That's ridiculous. Like, oh, yes, like, you do. No, I don't. Matt Patricia, John. So you're you're going to say to the guys, hey, guys, remember, it's tied. Yeah. Don't and throw also, the ball 30 yards over your head. So John or I Jay, wouldn't do that. Jay mentioned the great TikToks and videos. Did you not see the clip of Matt Patricia clapping? super hard while the laterals were happening as if the, he was egging them on to continue. I don't think Matt Patricia is a high IQ guy, <laughs> right? Uh, I'm just going to throw that out there, but I still like, if I was a coach, I wouldn't be like, Hey guys, remember it's a tie game. I would don't lateral the ball 30 yards away. It's not yeah. a basketball game or like you might actually remind them in a basketball game because the score changes so frequently. It's a football game. Got to tell them, got to be aware of the entire situation. Matt, Matt Patricia, there's got to be something else he can do with his life. <laughs> How about be a defensive coordinator, which he originally was? Yeah. <laughs> it might I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, it just seems like anyone could be an assistant for Belichick and, and do well. I will say, this does not seem to be detracting Patriots betters, right? Because you're shading this to the three and a half side at minus 120. It does look like it's heading in that direction. Some real sharp money on the Bengals today. Yeah, uh, the Bengals definitely getting some sharp support there. So we'll see. Well, we took some sharp bet. Well, it was three and a half. We took uh, 
you know, a, a pretty sizable bet on the Patriots, which was considered sharp at the time. Mm-hmm. So I guess we've got sharps on both sides here. What? Sharps aren't united what? on one side every oh, single what? time? And, you know, sometimes on Wednesday they're faking the bets, John. What? I know. <laughs> Do, are you telling me that sometimes they'll put in smaller wagers at the beginning of the week just to yeah. move a line and Some then come back are. on the other side? Some people do that. Wow. That's why our jobs are so difficult. I assumed all the sharps just met mm. together in one dark room yeah. with hoods on and just discussed <laughs> what sides they were all betting together. I would, I would definitely make use easier, that as right? handicapping information, yeah. you know, <laughs> so I can give you the splits. <laughs> Should I? Do I have to say that disclaimer when I give you the splits? Yeah, what? Go ahead. Give this me the disclaimer. This is for entertainment purposes only, okay. not for handicapping purposes. Well, people I think there's a disclaimer. There's some people out there that get really People get upset really upset about, about, about that. that. Like, that that's yeah. irrelevant information. Well, it's people en- for entertainment. It's That's supposed it. to just we be entertainment. never said to handicap it after sixty-seven percent of the tickets are on the Bengals. I did. I'm usually quoted as saying, "Here are the splits, and use it to your knowledge." This is very important information. <laughs> this is yes. how you should be better. In all oh, seriousness, so you're the one that yeah. <laughs> for, up. for our listeners, because yeah. there are a lot of listeners and betters out there who do enjoy using these splits as part of a handicapping tool. I would say it is not useful either. I would also say that when you look at them. You have no idea when the bet came in, on what number, all of those things. So for anybody listening to this podcast, I would stress that take that into consideration when you're using wow. this. The, the ticket this counts are more, they're not, they're not important and they're not nothing to handicap by, but they are more important than the money. The money, like the money percentages are totally meaningless because you might have one person bet $100,000 on the game mm-hmm. and now the money is completely out of whack and it means nothing. So if the ticket counts mean a little tiny bit, I guess, the money means nothing. It also goes back to, and Jay, I think we brought this up on an episode where John wasn't here, the assumption is big bets in terms of money equals sharp, and that doesn't necessarily equate. Not all the time. Right. No, no, no. We got to move on. This is a 90-minute show. Let's go. Wow. Jay moving us on. This is shocking. He has another show. Oh, okay. All right. right. Let's go. Giants and Vikings. I mean, I feel like now I'm not doing my job. I thought we are having a good conversation. Uh, Giants and Vikings. Let's go. Spit it out, Jay. What's going on here? Viking. <laughs> uh, Vikings right now at the uh, Superbook. You can get four with a total of 48. 60% of the tickets are on the Vikings. <laughs> Next. That's interesting. Can I say uh, my, Giants, my Giants finally yeah. got their eighth win yeah, over the okay. win total, baby. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, we opened three and a half, now four. Okay. There it is. Sharp money on the Vikings at three and a half. That's what we got. Okay. Do the Giants get to bring the officiating crew that they had in Maryland on <laughs> Sunday night to this game? Because that would be, uh, I think, well, the lower number should come down. no. It's oh. up to four. Okay. Obviously not. Now it's 60% of the tickets on the Vikings. Well, also, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Twitter was telling us over the weekend the NFL is fixed. So. Oh, yeah. Also, Vegas knows. So, I mean, I'm sure yeah. you guys can Vegas I, I wish we did. That would be awesome. My favorite was, can I just say, really? I know you got to get out of here, Jay. Uh, my favorite was a couple of weeks ago, the Jet, was it the Lions-Vikings game? Where the uh, the number moved and everybody was like Vegas knows like well Vegas actually opened them up as like two and a half point underdogs <laughs> and the market people make mistakes John I'm just saying uh, when they yeah. say uh, Vegas that. knows yeah. oh, sometimes they don't, yeah. they don't know yeah. okay oh, right. you sure no there's no way I know those guys yeah, they don't know all right let's get Speak to the yourself. important yeah. topic of the week Philadelphia Eagles on the road against the Dallas Cowboys yeah. uh, this has been an interesting one because uh, this was at one point Dallas like minus one and a half some spots two right now the SuperBook five and a half. With a total of 47, does seem that Jalen Hurts is not going to play, although uh, Nick Sirianni wanted to keep that door open by saying, Jalen Hurts is tough. He could come back. I wouldn't put it past him. How are you guys handling this? We're, uh, I mean, we're thinking he's not going to play. It doesn't make any sense. Why I mean, would he play I mean, when they're 13-1 and one and Dallas well, just lost? Yeah, they have six yeah. chances here to win the number one seed. They it can win no one sense. game. Cowboys can lose. Yeah, Any one of them, they're the number one seed. So 
he's not going to play. I, I can't imagine why they would stick him out there. But we were we were right on it. The guys in the back room, they, mm-hmm. I mean, we actually were able to move it off one and a half before we got hit. But uh, so we do know. Yeah, but the, you know, one of the guys that was the one saying he's definitely not going to play recently, that particular guy has been wrong a lot. Okay, there's isn't a couple that, guys. Isn't that there's concerning? Because I don't think he's going to play either. But then when I heard that guy say he's not going to play with a lot of conviction. I was like, oh, maybe he will play. Who's that guy? I can't say. That. Nope. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next game. Can I ask did you, you really quick? Ticket, do we do the ticket counts? Do we did? Did you the splits? Yeah. Uh, fifty-fifty. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> nice. Can I ask you a serious question here? Yeah. What was so obviously we don't get the news first. The numbers started moving. What was your guys like? What was the moment like when this started moving on the market? Did you guys see all the movement and then take it off? Did you get a play and think that was weird? Let's move this. What was your process like the day the news came down? You were in the back room at that time, I right? think it was, I, if I remember correctly, we never closed it. We just moved the number up. Okay. Um, Hertz being out. We went, I think we went a little too high, and then the market settled down a little bit. Okay. I was told Vegas we were at knows. six, so right? So we, got, we got a size six. six. Yeah. We weren't six yep. and a half. Okay. I don't remember being six and a half. No. Gardner Minshew is pretty scrappy. And uh, the, Philadelphia, I don't want to take too much away from Hertz because I think he's had a great season, but they've got all these weapons. They've got a great offensive line. They've got good creative play calling it's not like they're going to fall apart completely with Minshew in there I don't think but mm-hmm. this game also just doesn't really mean that much to Philadelphia so if they did lose it, it would could be just as much because this game is just not that important to them all right who are they playing 16 or week 17 18 I think uh, it's, um, I think they're playing the football winnable team. games right two very winnable games so and they only have to win one time the, the remaining the schedule Giants? the remaining schedule for the Philadelphia Eagles uh, is Cowboys this weekend, Saints after that at home, Giants at home. Last three games. Yeah, they can take a pass. They just got to get one of those. All right, we move on. Raiders on the road against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Two and a half point spread in favor of Pittsburgh. Total of 38 and a half. How do the Raiders recover? What's going on? How do they recover? Oh, no, I shouldn't have said recover. See, you sped okay. me up. Well, how do the Raiders recover from the Rams game? Yeah. I mean, take your time, GPT. <laughs> All right. It's easy. The Raiders have had so many losses like that. It's still a good question. Yeah. Does Franco, I mean... You know, we all know Franco passed away. Uh, Franco Harris yep, running Franco back. Franco Harris, Steelers, yep, 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 yep. He passed away. Was that like a motivational thing for the Steelers side or no? I mean, if someone asked me that today, I, I obviously said, oh, they're going to feel it. Obviously, he has a huge impact on that franchise and that organization, but I don't see how it affects today's players. They'll probably be a little emotional, don't you think? I'm sure 24-year-old Kenny Vegas Pickett knows. will be very, <laughs> very emotional about uh, it. Okay. There's some people that have asked me that over uh, the course of uh, today. And I said, well, I don't think so. I think right. there would be a little motion going on there, but I don't think it's going to impact the way they play. All right. And it won't impact the way it's bet either. Seems like kind of an eh game for the most part. Although we do get to see if the uh, Kenny Pickett-led Steelers can do something against the Raiders. Raiders still alive, technically. I think they're still alive. So they have something to fight for. All right. Last one, National Football League. Arguably best one of the weekend. Packers on the road against the Dolphins. Uh, Superbook number right now. Dolphins, a four-point favorite with a total of 49 and a half. Do we believe in the Packers' chances here to make a push for the playoffs? The market does. I don't. No? Not a believer. Well, they, they, need, I, they need to do a lot to make the playoffs, right? Yeah. A number of things have to happen, right? I, I could see them being live in this spot. On, on Sunday. Um, you know, Miami they, Miami really threw the kitchen sink at Buffalo on Saturday night. It's going to be tough for them to get off the mat after that loss. That was a great game. Three that, in a row. That was, that was a really great game. Uh, both teams played hard. Green Bay needs this win. Miami needs this win too, though. And Miami's right in the thick of that AFC wildcard race now. The Buffalo's going to win the division. So they really need this game. 
I, I don't know. I, I could see Green Bay surprising them here. Yeah, Miami is kind of heading down the dangerous path of potentially missing out on the playoffs. They really are. Yep. And I, I, it sucks because I, I really like Mike McDaniel. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. But it's just going to be tough, like I said. After that loss to Buffalo, that was a really emotional game, really well-played game. It's tough to get up every week. I do know there are some that are snagging long odds in the Green Bay Packers doing the Super Bowl. Well, let's just they say can. they made the playoffs because uh, I thought I was talking about this with a friend of mine. They would probably play the Vikings mm-hmm. in the first game, and they could absolutely win that game because Minnesota is just not very good. But then they would go in at Philadelphia, and then probably at San Francisco. I, I, it's just it's too much to believe. It is. They have changed a little bit. Watson's changed their offense. They're scoring more, but uh, ultimately, that's why they're a long shot. It's time for the big ticket. Hey, Jay, any tickets raise your eyebrows this week at the Superbook? Uh, a couple of five-figure wagers here. Vikings minus three and a half, as we mentioned. Panthers plus three. Okay. And Ravens minus seven. Okay. I would assume, I mean, Ravens right now, you guys are still Those at seven. Are, well, we're thinking five-figure bets. We're thinking Lamar Jackson gonna play. could be back for Baltimore. I think that's right. what – I'm pretty sure the guy that made that bet is thinking that. Did not practice today, so we'll see mm-hmm. if that's going to be the case. Ty Huntley also did not practice, mm-hmm. so the Ravens – on thin ice potentially with their quarterback position. But it does seem that Lamar Jackson is trending back to returning. Let's get an update on the ultimate football handicapping challenge. Hey, guys, what's shaking in your super contest this week? All right, super contest update. we got two guys at the top, four gals. Uh, Heineken 21, Benny Stroop now tied for the lead, 52.5 out of a possible 75 points. And uh, one person at this table in the money in another contest potentially. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I'm having I'm having a run, uh, but it's I'm looking at the rundown. Much more importantly, you had no selections in the super contest. Yeah, I'm out. So who cares about what I'm doing? Who cares? I mean, really? I mean, I. What's I, the point, John? Ah, uh, I mean, what's just, the point? I know he was talking to you. Yeah, uh, I well, I'm reading. <laughs> Can you enter the super contest? Reading the rundown here. <laughs> Another contest. That's yeah, right. yeah. Well, you know, I, I still I'm looking at it. Well, I can't you're... I can't believe I picked Arizona. On that was my one loss this week. Cliff Kingsbury, so low energy, and I just, I'm so down on myself for that pick. What a bad pick. Okay. As we know, Jay's honor is at stake because people harass him in the grocery store <laughs> about his selection, so very true. we know he's got to keep going. Reigning champ Jay, by the way, three and two in the Las Vegas Review Journal contest. Three. Oh, I got three and two. It's just oh, three and two. No, no, that's wrong. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. See? Yep. Self-correcting. <laughs> okay. Look at that. You could have gotten away with it. What an honor. I really felt bad and mad at myself <laughs> at those three picks. <laughs> All right, now we are we are starting to get into better bowl game territory. Um, it's still dragging a little bit, though. What is the bowl game handle for you guys, like individually? When we're talking about the was it was it last night the Boca Raton Bowl between Toledo and Liberty? Thriller. Yeah. Didn't even know yeah. that occurred. Yeah, not much. <laughs> Actually, it was a that it, was, ever it was a pretty decent game. It, uh, it really was. But as far as I know, these games wow. have been getting very little attention. They're barely hitting the board. But for a football game, that is. But they should pick up here soon. They're going to pick up right after this weekend. Then we start getting into the really good ones. Coming up this weekend, you have the Armed Forces Bowl, Air Force Baylor. And then uh, on Friday, we get Houston, Louisiana in the uh, Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl, the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl coming up between Wake Forest and Missouri, a classic. And then on Christmas Eve, Middle Tennessee and San Diego State. Saw some sharp money on Wake today. Okay. Wake, wake at minus one. So there you go. That's why we do there these things, go. right? You just yep. you, you, there you go. It might be like pulling teeth sometimes, but you know. But I don't have the I don't have the ticket splits though, so okay. I don't know how that was dead, helpful dead even. I can really be to the, t- to the <laughs> listeners. I was looking at seventy four percent of 74%. Louisiana going back up to that game. Okay. 
All right, before we get out of here, because yes. uh, I know Jay's got you know, something to do. I don't know. He's really pushing I'm us here. Paid for yes, it. Um, I'm getting paid for this, too, my friend. <laughs> Michigan, let's go to Michigan. You guys are getting paid to do this? Yeah. You're kidding me. What yeah. are you talking about? Michigan TCU. I thought the marketing team just made me do all this stuff. Georgia, Ohio State. No real updates. Still 7.5, 58.5, and 6.5, uh, 62. But we are approaching mm. a week away. So what does this next week look like from a handle standpoint? Because I'm assuming the vast majority comes in like the three days that right before the kickoff, right? That and you're going to get a lot of money line parlays with the two favorites. So they'll start parlaying some of the NFL favorites and the other bowl game favorites in money lines to Michigan and to Georgia. So I think you'll start to see a lot of that here this weekend. This weekend, you'll see that. I mean, I still believe that the game, uh, I mean, Michigan game is going to go right back up to nine. And I think Georgia is going to go to seven. As I mean, we're looking at the general public really haven't got onto these two games yet. It's been trickling in consistently. But as you said, JVT, about, uh, what, 70% of the action, 80% mm-hmm. of the action comes in the last two or three days. And once we get to that point, it's all going to be Georgia and Michigan. Mm-hmm. So, you guys expecting a big boost with, like, travel people coming in for New Year's Eve and then on top of that, you know, betting these things? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, New Year's is a... a, a is more of a party type of right. crowd. They're not coming know? here like the Super Bowl to like no, bet on the event there's or March other, Madness. Yeah. Right. What's the second game? Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. And New Year's Eve? Mm. Yeah, that sucks. That's it's, like, it's too. And, and we have to go to like a New Year's party during the Georgia game. Oh, you have to, huh? Yeah. I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> That's no good. Well, <laughs> it's terrible. Says volunteer life. mandatory. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's well, volunteer. I will say. To your point, actually, the game's probably not going to end till like nine or nine thirty on New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah, but really... I actually want to watch that game. Right. I mean, yeah. uh, that's a that's a cool game. I mean, those are those are the two teams that probably for the last couple of months have been considered the two highest power rated teams. Those two, and then Alabama in the mix there with Ohio State. But Will the party have TVs on? We did. Uh, we had, we had a party during the Final Four last year, and they wheeled in a TV. Wheeled uh, it, and we per... watched. Uh, we watched a request. Duke, yeah, there was a request. Man. Was it like one of those TVs mm. strapped to the cart, like in junior high? Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> like that. It was very unprofessional by me because yeah. I was supposed to be entertaining someone, and I was just watching the it's game. Like, how many times can we watch Rudy? Yeah. It's a good movie. Man. He was offsides, by it's the good. way. Just to let you know. I don't know about that. It was a half sack, by the way. <laughs> some, sharp, right. some sharp money starting to show up on Georgia. So, you okay. know, Jay mentioned that he thinks the game will go to seven. I think he's probably right about that. Thanks, uh, some sharp money coming in on the Bulldogs. Any sharp money or anything showing up on the total? We don't really well, talk that about totals. But, yeah, that yeah. came in already. What okay. do we open at? 60, 16 and a half? Yeah. Now 62. That's been hit. I'm going to think that it's going to go back up a little bit or even more. What did the Michigan game open up? 59 and a half came mm-hmm. down a bit. Okay. I think that will go back up. Got it. All right, guys. Let's get Jay out of here. Remember. Thank you. If you like what you hear, take a second. Like, rate, review, subscribe. And if you're out and about, make sure you come see us at the Superbook of the Westgate Las Vegas or at the Lodge Casino in Blackhawk, Colorado. Be there all weekend showing all the biggest college football and NFL games. And as always, you can follow us on social at Superbook Sports or at Superbook.com. Stay on top of all the latest on business promotes. And no, I'm just playing. we got to get to you out of here. All right, we'll talk to you next week for the Oddsmakers presented by Superbook Sports. You've been locked into the Oddsmakers Podcast. The Oddsmakers Podcast, presented by Superbook Sports, featuring Jay Cornegay, John Murray, and Jonathan Bontor. Hit our subscribe button, rate, review, and never miss out on weekly behind-the-counter access to the biggest events in sports. The Oddsmakers Podcast is a production of Green Roll Media. Green Roll Media, the world's premier sports betting podcast network.